to the first Do Good Mission podcast. Woohoo! So I'm Will Stevenson, uh, one of the original founders of Do Good, here with Mrs. Do Good and the face <laughs> of Do Good, my lovely wife Jessica, and our newest board member, Luane McNeil. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, excited Glad to, to be do here. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Luane, you joined our board, mm-hmm. brand new. Why'd you join the Why'd you join the board? Well, I, well, number one, I can't tell you no. <laughs> that I met your wife at a birthday party. I could definitely couldn't tell her no. Um, but no, all joking aside, you know, learning about what you are doing in the community, not just here in our own respective communities where we live, but just the just the mission that you're on to help families and how you've done that. Um, it's hopefully how I try to live my own life, and I feel like it's important to be able to be part of this sort of mission because we have an obligation, particularly in this world that's so divisive right now, yeah. where you got all yeah. of this, this uh, seems like uh, a lot of anger out in the world. Yeah. Um, but we live in, we, but we do live in just this wonderful time with, uh, you know, there's, there's some great things going on. When I saw that, I couldn't say no. I mean, yeah. and yeah. I think it. I think the reason we reached out to you is because we see the overlap, right? We see how you live your life uh, in the overlap mm-hmm. with how Do Good tries yeah. to help others. Yeah, and, and you just kind of fit in uh, with kind of what we were looking God, for, so and yeah. right away. Yeah, thank you. Man. Um, so why don't we tell everybody who's brand new um, to Do Good and, and doesn't know much about us? Why don't we tell them a little bit about us? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Jessica, and um, we started Do Good. Growing up, I always liked helping people. It was just it came second, you know, nature to me. Um, I have two younger sisters, and I would help take care of them. And so Will always knew that helping people was a big passion of mine. I was a nurse, um, and then when I was 17, I found out I couldn't have children. So when me and Will um, got to the point where we were married and wanted to get together we decided that we were going to do foster care. So we did foster to adopt and we have our three beautiful girls because of it. Um, And kind of like what you were saying about um, the world being kind of angry and all of this, it's kind of what started Do Good Mission. We kind of wanted to do this to show our girls that, you know, even though they had a hard first couple years of life, that there's good in the world and that there's good to be seen and good to be done. And um, he came to me and was like, hey, you wanna, we should start a nonprofit. And I was like, um, nobody just starts a nonprofit. Like, like you're insane. Wanna bet? Like, yeah, I was like, okay, uh, sure. Yeah, let's start a nonprofit, whatever. And within a couple of weeks, like he had figured out what paperwork we needed, started the process, wow. started the design of the website, had that up in like a day. I was like, okay. We're going to do this. I tell people that I just didn't give you an option to start it. No, yeah. I knew that's where you needed to be, so I just made you do it. Yeah, so it kind of grew into, now this is what I can do with my girls. And I have seen and just, we've had them now for five years, um, the change in them. They are very giving, very um, compassionate. They have a lot of empathy for people already Mm -hmm. at their age. they're constantly asking, what family are we helping next? What are we doing? Um, they'll make little cards for you know some of our families. They're, 
it's just like been a really well, wonderful thing to like do with them. One of the coolest things that's happened, and it happened really recently, we had our Hearts Ball, the Valentine's Day dance that we do every year here. And Anna, Anna's a big money saver, our middle child. Oh, too funny. And she came up and said that she wanted to donate to the raffle that we were doing for a family, our current family that we're helping. Um, but it's just cool to see kids and with our workshops and all that. You see how kids walk in and how they walk out and you see the difference. You know, even in a quick one hour workshop like that, yeah. where you come in and do kindness rocks and everybody's excited to do it, but then they're even more excited to go spread kindness yeah. and things like that. So um, super cool to see. Yeah. Um, but other things that we do, so I just mentioned workshops. Yeah. So really the way that Do Good works is every three months we pick a local family. Usually it's either a nomination by someone that knows the family um, or sometimes we seek them out when we hear about something, mm -hmm. right? We find a family, identify them, um, and then raise money, goods, services, whatever we can um, that we think would help them most. And, you know, sometimes it's not obvious. Sometimes, like if it's a medical diagnosis or something like that, they might not need money. They may have really good insurance. They may not need money to cover hospital stays or anything like that. Um, what we learned really quickly, and actually with our first family, uh, was they, it was, it was a cancer diagnosis and a young child, but they had great insurance. What we realized is they needed like someone to come in and clean or to donate uh, meals, and meals or gift the everyday cards everyday stuff that, that you know yeah. gets challenging and like I think the biggest hit was like Uber Eats and DoorDash gift cards because they were at the hospital all the time and they didn't want to have to come home and figure out dinner afterwards. And one parent was staying there all the time, so. Um, we learned a lot really quick and it's kind of morphed into this thing that we're doing now, but it's every three months we'll pick one family, focus on that family, tell the story um, for three months and yeah. kind of give the information out. We shoot a video at the end um, and a big part of that video is just so if anyone else in the community or anyone watching this across the world, we had 40 different countries tune into our website last year. Um, but anybody that's watching these to know that they're not alone if they're going through something similar. Uh, so that's been really important. We yeah. do the workshops, yeah. we do lemonade stands in the summer, you all know, kinds of stuff. What makes us unique, and um, one of our other board members, Tracy, kind of brought this to my attention is she said, you know, she's worked with nonprofits all over. And she said, what was unique about us is that we really got the community engaged in these mm -hmm. families. Yep. They felt like they knew the families. They felt like they knew where their money was being used and how it was being used for good. Um, like a lot of these nonprofits, you'll give money and you don't really know where it's going to, where people are actually having a tangible thing to put their money with. Like they see, oh, okay, I gave money for one of the girls, Haley had cystic fibrosis, and we raised enough money to put a pool in her backyard because swimming wow. strengthened her lungs. Yeah. And, you know, the community then saw oh, not only do I know this family, look what I did. I helped put that pool in their backyard. And I think that is what's really unique about our nonprofit is people really feel like they're part of it. Right. You yeah. know. So what, what goes on? Because I don't know. I'm a new board member. Yeah. yeah. Right? So the workshop. Tell me more. Like, I, I yeah. want to know more so about I, the workshop. Is it for the kids? Is it, it is for the, for the kids. It... So the first, like, two years we did do good. We focused more on the families and some events. And we have this space here at the Mar Art Center, and I was like, how can we utilize this space better? 
um, because we've really only used it to store our stuff. And sometimes I'd bring my kids here to play while I worked. And I was like, what if we did a monthly workshop? And so every month is a different theme. So in January, we had about 30 kids come in here and they made, I think, over 260 Valentine's Day cards that we then oh, wow. passed out to all the local nursing homes. How so cool. then, yeah. you know, they had something like that. And every month kind of gets the kids thinking about various community service opportunities. Um, we're doing kindness rocks this month. So kids will come in, they'll paint the kindness rocks, and then we tell them, go hide them all over Mara so people can find them. And, you know, you'll be walking down the bike trail and you might see a rock that says, you know, do good or a rock that says, I hope you smile today. And it's painted oh, all nice, funny. and you know, and it's a way for the kids to get excited and, you know, do something good and every month we did care packages for the military um postal workers we just did a postal worker care package because you know how they're busy during those holidays we thought you know they might need a little love (laughs) um and it's kind of geared towards kids from like five to 12 um age range um and we get a pretty good turnout every month um so it's been a lot of fun it's probably been and i think one of my favorite things we've added that's one of our like that's an interesting point for us is that specific thing the workshops because it has so much potential to grow you know community service hours for high school kids right they yeah. need community oh, service right. hours yeah. how can we get them in here to yeah. do things that which we've had a couple come in. in and they like will work the workshop and help the younger kids with their right. stuff and then they get their community service hours and even even adults though like you think about single moms that need help with something it's like can we do a workshop where they can walk away with something that they need yeah. you know um and then it's nice too because parents can drop their kids off and then they can go walk around the mar art center so then you know all these moms are finding the new you know sweet joy the new bakery and getting a coffee from there or they're yeah. you know running into the record store and like so then it's also bringing more business to just the mar art center too as well so yeah I think that's a big thing because when we were originally talking about, so the backstory here is we had this room for a year before we ever moved to Good in, and what we did is we ran a school out of it. It was when COVID first hit. Oh, that's so right. We yeah, had ten kids. And I was not homeschooling my kids, and I was yeah. terrified school was going to get shut down. Yeah, <laughs> so, got it. So, so I found an option. I found so a different. Had, so you came to us. I came. You came to an old school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we did. We had ten kids and a teacher in here. After that year, we decided oh to... It was like kindergarten. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. But we decided to send the kids back to public school after that first year. Everything kind of calmed down. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and then we're like, well, we should just move Do Good in here. Yeah. Um, so was new, was Do Good registered at the time? Yeah. It was. It was just... It was my dining room. So you were running out of the dining yeah. room? Yeah, I was running just out of the dining so, room, yeah. you know. And a big part of it when we moved it in here is we were thinking, like, how can we impact the other... 30-something businesses in here right? and workshops is one of them. You know, the more people that we bring in, the more it helps everybody in the building. Yeah. Um, which, for those of those of you listening, if you haven't been to the Mara Arts Center, like, yeah. so I can't. it's I, happening. I just walked away I can't believe for the it. first time. It's yeah. Yeah. super cool to see. I can't it's crazy. believe it. Yeah, it's, uh, yes, it was, uh, and I know my son's been here. So yeah. he's, he, he stops up he's, here for coffee. He yes. out on you. He didn't yeah. tell you about it. It was yeah. a secret, secret uh, yeah. job. Oh, and to, so. the coffee shop, Sweet Joy, they just opened up a drive-thru. Yeah, so that's oh, what yeah. I So in the mornings, yeah, you can you get your coffee fix real yeah, quick and too, stuff. But, yeah. That's too cool. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it, it's it's interesting. You know, when you, you asked me earlier about joining Do Good, one of the things that kind of hit me was, 
I lost my nephew tragically in a house fire back in 2011. And so he was a very well-known young man in the community, was a stellar athlete, um, was Tennessee Baseball Player of the Year, was a very well-known kid. He was a great young man. And so at age 33, uh, his house caught on fire, uh, tragically, wow. just awful. And the little boy, their little boy who was five at the time, ran back into the house to get his Ugh. Game Boy, back corner of the house. So my nephew, without even thinking, went in to get the boy, of course, get yeah. my great-nephew. They came out the front window. Um, the little boy's now a, a freshman in high school. Um, he, he lived 90% burns on his body. This was wow. in Mem- so this was in Memphis, Tennessee, north of Memphis in Dyersburg. Um, my, my nephew succumbed to the injuries and passed away. Um, but the little boy, they flew him. There were two hospitals they could fly him to. They could fly him to California or Cincinnati, to Shriners. Mm-hmm. So they flew him to yeah. Shriners. He spent six months here, had, wow. I don't know, 40 skin graft surgeries, and, and he lived. And, um, but the reason I bring this up, kind of because they were in a small community, what happened was the community came together, kind of like just, what are we going to do for this family? Yeah. And they had good insurance. She was a nurse, like you. Yeah. My 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 um, my uh, uh, niece was a nurse who's married to my nephew. She was a nurse. They had great insurance. But what was in what was just completely overwhelming, and it really helped my niece get through the tragedy. It helped my my brother, who they we were very close family, still very close family. It um, the community that came together. And just gave of themselves, not only monetary gifts, but food, um, cards, yeah. the, the reach out of that. Because um, what happens, you know, my wife's a cancer survivor, and we, we, we've gone through this before where the, where the you know, friends step in and, and, and friends in the neighborhood step in. I think what happens a lot of times, no matter if it's a sickness, if it's a death, if it's a loss of job even, um, the rhythm of, I think the rhythm of life just gets thrown off balance yeah. Yeah. and you really don't know. And I think it's hard for the kids. Yeah. And so, you know, the, when you all ask me, it's kind of the thing that really hit me, you know, was like, yeah, this, this establishes a rhythm again, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's huge psychological and emotional benefits that come when you help somebody. Yeah. And... I don't know, as we've gone through COVID, you brought up COVID, as we've gone through kind of the environment we're in culturally in the U.S., um, you know, you've got all this barking going on out, and I think it's important for kids to see how coming together Mm -hmm. and actually doing something that's positive is so, like, from mental health, it's so important. From the heart, it's so important. um, Because there's this idea of, you know, there's this thing... I'm sorry, I have a theology degree, and I don't want to get into philosophy and all this other stuff. But there's this whole idea called the common good. And the common good is just basically what we grew up with, the golden rule. Mm-hmm. And we don't hear about that much anymore, I so, think. Yeah. And I think the fact that this, this idea that, that uh, you're, you're, you're calling forth people just to step in and do what's, what that is really do good yeah. for someone. And, yeah, people feel good. And feel good about it. When, you know, they're doing right. it. Right. Well, just like your story, 
we have stories like that all the time. And I think what Do Good allows people to do is it's one central hub. So when something like that yep. happens, right, everybody messages the parents, yes. the people that are involved, and says, how can I help? And yes. the parents are already overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we become kind of that central hub where it's like the parents can give us updates. We can push it out to social media across That's far wonderful. and wide thousands of people that follow Do Good Mission. And so donations increase, services donated increase. That's incredible. That's awesome. All of that increases. Yep. And it's one funnel point. You know, yep. It just makes and it easier. I think, too, the fact that we follow these families for as long as we do. Yeah. I mean, we do updates yeah. and stuff like that. But a lot of people, especially with people with medical diagnosis that yep. we've worked with, the amount of support yes. comes just yeah. in a big That's wave incredible. at the beginning. But it, it dwindles. So cool. And, you know, weeks go by and yep. people don't get the, I'm thinking of you, what's going right. on. And so us taking that and being like, remember, they're still going through chemo. Remember, yep. they're still doing this. Let's update, you know. So it makes these families feel like they're not forgotten because I feel like a lot of times I've had people say, like, you know, everyone stopped checking in after the yeah. first month. And, you know, this is a, I'm doing this for six months, chemo, and it's like, yeah. Then on top of that, we're doing updates on previous families. Yeah. Regularly. So we're constantly updating. Yeah. Like people ask me all the time about the Wileys. They were probably, they were our family this time last year. Mm-hmm. And both their little girls had life threatening illnesses at the same time. They were completely not related. Not related. Oh my word. Both hospitalized at the same time. Their youngest one actually ended up with a very rare genetic condition called Tango 2. And. She's still worldwide. she's still fighting, and so I'll get people all the time saying, "Oh my gosh, I followed the Wileys through you, and like wow. I think about them all the time. How are they doing?" And so, you know, when I see her mom post an update like, you know, Aislinn's doing this now, you know, I'll go ahead and give our followers here's what's going on, and here's what they need help with now. Yeah. Like they were just trying to raise money to get her a wheelchair, and so we mm-hmm. kind of like updated mm-hmm. our followers about that. Yeah. So. Um, has it has it been has it been surprising to you because I'm a lot older than you? I can be your dad, okay? <laughs> Both of you, because <laughs> Sheldon's older than you. Yeah. So, but has it surprised you? I mean, obviously, you were doing uh, giving back early, and you shared that, which was beautiful. But um, is it has it been surprising to you about how giving people are though? Shocking. So, yeah. So we haven't announced our newest story yet and mm-hmm. I don't want to leak it yet um, but we just made a post when this morning a couple hours ago yeah I mean it was like this morning we've already raised like $10,000 oh that's so cool in like 10 hours or less you know yeah. or a few hours so it's like it's crazy to see communities come together yeah. and support a local yeah. community and member. especially since you know all of our stories are this area are close around that yeah. I kept telling them like people are going to get tired of giving us money like we yeah. like people are going to get like no, I kept I kept thinking no. No, they won't. I kept thinking I can't keep asking people to donate money but yeah, like people keep giving no, they and they give. just keep mm-hmm. and like the same people will give every month now like I'll sure. have a couple of people who are like oh here's my monthly you know that's wonderful check for do good and it is crazy to think how much people really are yeah. wanting to give yeah well, we have like a loyal following. Sure. You know, yeah. The people that follow us, it's like they'll come up to us at any event. Oh, I've been following you guys for however long now. I saw this story and this story. And it's just cool to see. And like 
I said earlier, I, I ran the analytics last year, but it's like we had visitors from all 50 states on our website that watch stories, 40 different countries or 45 different countries or something like that. It's like, it's wild to see how far sure. it's, and look, like in Yemen, we didn't have 100,000 viewers. We had like two, but still. It was, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was Yemen. Online it was in Yemen. there. Yeah. You know, but it's like, it's cool to see yeah. uh, how far it's spread in such a short period of time. Sure. I mean, this is what, our third year? Fourth, 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 fourth year. Fourth. We just started our fourth year. Well, at the at the auction, I remember you sharing, which kind of blew me away. Uh, you shared the trend of yeah. what you raised yeah. Yeah. from Three. the from the start of to where you were in the last family. Three I think X. this is the last family here, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, you. Three, I was blown away. Three X every single year. Yeah, it's wild. It's you know that's like, and I come from the tech world, and that's like. The best scenario yeah. in most tech worlds is you three X. Year over year. Year over year. Yeah, for right. the first three years. Yeah, for the first know? three years, right? And it's like, that's the absolute best case scenario in many cases. And we've done it every year now. So it's it's just super cool to see. And I think we're going to do it again this year. Yeah. I really do. Ah, uh, you will. People love helping. Yeah. They want to hear They want to hear the story, and then they want to they get involved. That's so. the thing. And Jess mentioned it earlier. Like, it's not like we have... 40 employees that were all paying salaries to and yeah. a fleet of vehicles and, <laughs> and, wanna, and we're giving out bonuses. Like we take essentially no money from do good, only operating costs, yeah. which is very low in the hundreds of dollars, not thousands. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, we've just been super fortunate with how this is yeah, off. he might say a lot of times I'm too giving because I'm like, yeah, she's ready. I'm like, hi. I'm like, we need to keep something in the bank account. I'm like, no, give it all to them. Just give it. <laughs> I'll figure out a way to get the you know yeah, money back in the back. bank account. Like, just yeah, just give yeah. it. So it, it's cool to see, and I also think, like Jess just mentioned, you know, we thought people were gonna get tired of giving after a period of time, and they haven't. But I also think it's a really big opportunity. I think this is where we're going. Over the next five years, ten years, I think, ideally, we're in multiple states, and it's it's almost like it's not a franchise, but it's almost like you have different different locations or different districts, yeah. right? Like, yeah, because anybody a, can do good. Yeah, yeah, anybody it's, can do good. It's so, not a complicated map, you know. No. It's not an algorithm here. But you've got a, the process built. The you've process got, is here. Yeah. it's easy, you know, and we can yeah. we can turn that around in different cities. So. I think that's kind of the plan long term is, you know, maybe there's a do good Chicago, do good, you know, Miami, do good, whatever. Right. And we help establish people in those different cities and give them the process and give them the, the knowledge and know how. And Well, the, lo- the local community always knows best on how to disperse gifts. Yep. So exactly. this is not a criticism of, of donating to national yeah. organizations. Yeah. This is not a criticism of how funding dollars come from the government to help those in need all yeah. for that, 100%. Yeah. But the reality is is that local, local uh, missions like this know best what to do with the, 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 you know, and, the gifts because they know how to source them better and they know the people. And right. Typically, yeah. when you're going local like that, you're supporting local businesses. Absolutely. As well. mm-hmm. Like when we hire a cleaning person, the cleaning person lives in like Lebanon. Yeah. You know, like we yeah. know her. Yeah. And when we, you know, when we hired the person to put the pool in at, mm-hmm. um, at Haley's. Haley's story, yeah. 
it was like we hired a guy that like I didn't know him but I knew a guy that knew him and somehow sure. we got connected and yeah. he got hired and I think he lived in somewhere around here like yeah and like the Outside same, we've had two families we got swing sets for and recreations in oh, Milford, so cool. where they were awesome. Yeah, super awesome. Yeah. 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 Pete Deloitte. Yeah. If you need a swing set, go there. That guy's the best. <laughs> He's the absolute funny. best. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah, we love using. And anytime we have sponsors for our events, like we go to the local businesses first. That's wonderful. We don't want, you know, big, huge corporations. We'd rather give, you yeah. know, yeah. the businesses here the publicity, you know. Yeah. You know. Cincinnati Kitchens. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati Kitchens was a huge yeah, sponsor right. for us, and they're yeah. right Kings there. Mills. Yeah, Kings Mills. Yeah. Um, so that's the another you know, cool thing about it is we try to try yeah. to keep it all in the community. Yeah. So are all the projects three months? Yeah. So every family, every highlight family is three months. Every once in a while, we get a story where it's we do something for them, and it's yeah. not a featured story. Yeah. yeah. Or like. The tornado victims in Kentucky. Yeah. We did something that well, we ended up the getting. Candle. Yeah, we actually had a big army truck and we parked it here at the Mac and people just dropped off supplies and we filled wow. that army truck up and then drove I mean, it out there to filled. the tornado victims. Yeah. yeah, we had one of my neighbors in my neighborhood house caught fire. They were out of town, um, luckily, so nobody was injured. But you know, we did lost like everything. they lost everything. So we did like a two-week fundraiser, got them clothes, shoes, toys, wow. raised money. So we'll do little things like that in between. But we try to do like four main heavy focus. heavy focus stories. Heavy focus. Okay. And then around the holidays, we always do um, Thanksgiving meals. So we did like I think thirty Thanksgiving meals. Um, for local families, like with the turkey and all the things so that they can make their own meal. And then at Christmas, we usually have anywhere from two or three families that we do Christmas. And we sponsor them, and we partner with Sozo Loveland, which is our church. And we partner with them, and we have a giving Christmas tree at church. And then we also post it, and then we... So we do a few yeah. other things in between. We do Christmas families right. I mean, it's not... Oh, yeah. It's not it's like crazy. a presents. It's like... <laughs> Jess will fill her van five times for That's awesome. two families. That's you too know? cool. Mm-hmm. So, too cool. yeah. Well, I think that's our first podcast. What do you think? Yeah. Any I'm other game, questions man. or thoughts? No, I'm just I'm really excited. So, you know. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I think where this is going to be how we're going to do our featured families now is yep. podcast kind of style and. Featured families and other other podcasts as well or other episodes in the podcast where we'll bring in um, professionals in certain areas like Mm -hmm. if you know a family has some sort of medical diagnosis we'll try and find a professional in that field that can come in and talk to us as well make us a little more knowledgeable about that and And I think it's going to be a great way too to bring our past families in to get updates absolutely so like bring in the Wileys and sit down and have a conversation with them and just saying hey we haven't talked to you in a year how's everything going and I think it's going to be a much easier way for our um, yeah. followers they to kind of they want to yeah, know stay in the know yeah yep. and we're going to publish these to every platform we possibly can so do to be determined um but ideally spotify apple um podcast or apple music and uh obviously youtube as YouTube, well YouTube, yeah. so awesome well thanks yeah. so much yeah. thank you yeah welcome thanks for coming uh, thanks. yeah and welcome yeah, we're excited you. to have you thank you it's wonderful awesome <laughs>